Yeah, that is Macy Gray and uh, giving us I try and uh, hope wherever you are, you're just uh, trying your best to just be um, the best version of yourself. And uh, one way we try and do this um, with everyone is uh, just have this feature, <clears throat> I beg your pardon, uh, Words of Wisdom. And uh, Words of Wisdom uh, is brought to you uh, every Thursday, every Wednesdays uh, by Mr. Billy Silicon, who's author, uh, inspirational speaker, uh, facilitator and executive chairman and he's going to talk to us about the beva the beaver principle of uh, transforming your life we could all use that good afternoon and welcome uh, mr Sligan. good afternoon Chriselda, and thank you for having me the beaver principle well Chriselda, each and every one of us is in a consistent uh, transformational journey some of us will move slow some of us will move fast each and every one of us has to run this race of life according to their own stamina and their own pedigree. However, there are things that are common amongst all of us, and this is what makes the bigger principle. The first one uh, speaks about beliefs. Now, our beliefs are split into three, three very different categories. The first one is spirituality, the second one is morality, and the third one is social political beliefs. Now, why do I especially speak about spirituality? Because spirituality is not religion. Spirituality has to do with the essence of who you are and what you connect with, which cannot be determined by the philosophy of man, but has to be something that comes from you. Mm -hmm. So your spiritual anchor, the place that you draw source and inspiration, becomes the the thing that drives you to become who you eventually become. Mm. Because we are who we believe we are, and whatever that we believe, we actually work every day to bring back to reality. Now, our moral beliefs becomes a compass that judges us internally when we make decisions that we know are not good for us to make. Now, when you go into a meeting and people want you to do something, and, you know, you look at the money, and then something says, don't do it, you must understand that it's your moral compass giving you guidance for you not to do it. And our social political beliefs should not necessarily be driven by political affiliation, but by what social and political impact each and every one of us has to do in societies that we're part of. You know, how we can we contribute to make sure that our society becomes better in anything and everything that we can do. So all of those beliefs ultimately determines how we interact with other people around us, whether we interact with or without prejudice. The second one is our value system. <clears throat> now our values are what I call our guiding principles. Values are what guide us when we make decisions, especially when nobody's watching us. I'll give a few examples. First, value would be around honesty, you know engagement and natural justice now what this means mean it, when i talk about natural justice is the assumption of innocence until found guilty and sometimes because our own values are skewed we tend to be extremely judgmental without even getting the full story about what we're reading about or what we say on radio so mm-hmm. i say to people that let your values be your guiding principle and your guiding light and let let them guide you in how you live how you interact with others and how you, you learn not to become the judge of anything or everybody around you. Because it's easy for us to judge. However, if your values are solid, you will never be the person that judges. You give everybody the essence of natural justice, with the assumption of, which is the assumption of innocence, to improve guilt. So our values are our guiding principles. The third one is our attitude. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, we all know that attitude is the ultimate deciding factor of whether we become successful or not. And our attitude is driven by three things. The first one is our cognitive attitude, what we believe. Now, it ties with our first 
thing. The second one is our effective attitude, what we feel, you know, in any given situation. And the third one, it's our behavioral attitude. This is what I call land associations. Things that we were taught by our society, by our school, by our teachers, by our church, that we should believe or not believe. Now, if you look at these three, cognitively, you've got to consistently challenge yourself if you have limiting beliefs. And understand that your attitude will determine whether you become truly manifest of the greatest that you want, or you become limited as other people may want it to be. An effective attitude means you need to acquire emotional intelligence. And emotional intelligence is a skill that can be learned and it is teachable. And lastly, the way that we learn to associate with things, with money, with people, with business, ultimately determines whether we live a very full life. Not full in the richness of wealth and things, but full in the essence of living a life that is worth talking about when you're, when you're not around again. So I believe that if you look at this, the bigger principle, and each and every one of us understands that whatever job you're doing, whatever business that you have, consistently check yourself against these three. Whether your beliefs are in, are in check, whether your values are still the same, and whether your attitude is determined to make you become a success or not. All right, Mr. Selekani, thank you very much. We certainly are wowed as always. It's a pleasure. Thank All you, right. Chris. Thank you to Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Billy Selekani, who's a uh, author, inspirational speaker, and uh, facilitator, executive chairman of uh, Billy Selekani Group, talking about the Beaver principle of uh, transforming your life. Let's pay the bills.